Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, our production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With us, today, with us today, happy to have him back, Patrick Power, President CEO of Arctic Star Trades in Canada under ADD and for a friend in the S under ASDZF. If diamonds are a girl's best friend, then Arctic stars potentially can become an investor's best friend. And that's because they're exploring for diamonds at the Diagrass property in the Northwest Territories. They're using these non-traditional methods to identify Kimberlites. They've had great success already. And this is what separates them from their, from their peers who use traditional methods and couldn't find what they're finding right now. What are they finding? Well, already they discovered six new Kimberlites. Uh, between their 2021 and their 2022 program uh, that was highlighted by their Sequoia uh, discovery and their Arbutus, which we're going to talk about today. Uh, as, as always in mining, you got to have the people. Exploration is being led by Buddy Doyle, who has already made a major discovery in the same area with Rio Tinto, uh, discovering the Divec mine. That, that, that Divec dye mine has produced over 100 million carats since 2003, and that's just 25 kilometers away uh, from from Diagrass and the Lac de Grasse Kimberlite field, uh, which is which is contains more than 200 Kimberlites, that's about 36 kilometers uh, away or so. So uh, from the Academy mine, sorry. So unbelievable results so far. Unbelievable people on the team. Great neighborhood. And the headline we're talking about today is uh, Arctic Star discovers new Kimberlite uh, Arbutus at the Diagrass project. Patrick, welcome back, my friend. Well, thanks, George. It's uh, great to be back. Uh, we've had some really good success in this year's uh, drilling program, which was a follow-up to last year's uh, five discoveries. Um, big part of this year was to put some tonnage away in Sequoia. Uh, over uh, the last year, we had really kind of really stunning results from Chuck Fipke, who's one of the, the, the chemistry god of, of Lactogra, and yep. of course was the father of Akati. Um, we came back with chemistry that says we're going to have large diamond uh, emplacement, and uh, which was kind of, you know, Buddy had his, his curves that he does, given the results that we had, and he was projecting into large diamond space as well. But the last thing we had happen just recently is we got some nitrogen results uh, back from SRC. On, we, we sent them 12 diamonds, and we got six back with they're basically nitrogen-free diamonds, which are... And for the layman, what does that mean, Patrick? Because a lot of people are going to be watching, listening. Who well, it means the, the diamonds are probably coming from four to 600K down, where we usually get the stability field of about 180 to 200 Ks. So there is no inclusions, and, and they're just clean white diamonds. And historically around the world, when this chemistry occurs, you get better than 50 karat diamonds around the world. And one example would be Lucera, who comes up with those one to... 2,000 karat diamonds, and it's the same chemistry, except that's a very, very small, that's one, um, that's one phase in a pipe. So, it, you know, they're going underground now because they've mined out that phase in the last four, five, six, seven years. Um, the thing about Sequoia is it, it's the biggest intrusion that we've seen up in Lactra period. So we've got a very large body that we discovered last year. It's got chemistry that suggests greater than 50 karat diamonds. 
Uh, Buddy's curve is saying the same thing. It projects into large diamond space. And we've just got the information back that 50% of those diamonds that we, we, we examined or SRC examined for us are nitrogen free. So all those things are pointing, and that, that's all you can really do physically other than now retrieve the diamonds, but it's all saying it's gonna be there. So we're super excited about that. We plan to put so in- Does that mean, Patrick, you're now in a situation where it's no longer if we've got something there, now it's more a question of how much do you yeah. have? Yes, we, we, you know, we, I think we took out 499 kilos from Sequoia last year and we got like 499, 500 diamonds. So we're getting one diamond per kilo, which is, it was our best result of the five intrusions that we, we discovered last year. So it, 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 it makes us feel real happy that we got the biggest intrusion is the best intrusion. And these things are right beside the two mines that exist now, 35 Ks, I believe, away from Cotty thereabouts, or it, actually quite a bit closer if you look at their stringer pipe misery, because that comes right to our border. So actually to access a Cadi would be quicker than accessing Diabic, which is about 27 Ks away. By the way, why are you guys having so much success when the beers in the nineties uh, had this and they are, they didn't, what's your, what's your secret sauce? Well, it's a, it's a great question. And it's the one that has to be asked. And the, and the result is what, so Buddy hit when he was with Rio Tinto back in the nineties era, um, about a hundred pipes there. Like he, I think he's hit the most pipes of any single individual person in the Lotograph field. Awesome. Um, so he had all these pipes and everyone in those days was drilling maglows because they were being successful in hitting new Kimberlites. The thing about maglows is very few of them became economic. So most of the pipes, like all of the pipes in Divic's uh, mine plan are not, they're, None of them have mag associated with them. They're either EM or gravity pipes. So getting, and it's not true in every single case, but in most cases, that is the case. So Buddy in 1998, I believe, took 20 of his Kimberlites that were all mag lows. He, instead of doing tight grids like we usually do, because it's cost effective, we usually just, our ground crews, after they see a magnetic anomaly from the air, go to the ground and we do the ground geophysics and tighter spacings, but we just get off the anomaly so we can see the edges. Because uh, again, it's just economics and that's the way we do it. That's the way everyone does. So Buddy put these very large, very large grids around his pipes, like uh, five times the size, six times the size. So big areas, in essence, kind of like exploring with ground geophysics. And you don't usually explore with ground geophysics. You usually follow up the airborne, which is the exploration tool. Right. So he did this for 20 of his pipes that were all maglows. And he found 10 more pipes based on that, just by spreading it out and wow. seeing either other pipes or other phases of pipes that were non-magnetic. So if another pulse came through, and then that, that, you know, it's akin to Victor in, in Ontario for De Beers. And that Victor pipe had, the first time they drilled it, I believe it was in 88. Um, they just really didn't have anything to it. Uh, when they went back to it 10 years later, they found another phase that became the Victor mine. And that was similar chemistry to what we're talking about in Sequoia. It produced those beautiful, clear white diamonds. And if you remember this, when De Beers used to have all the run of mine of their mines around the world, including Victor, you always saw Victor and you always thought, why are all the run of mine, which means all the stuff, it's the good stuff, the bad stuff, the board, the off colors, everything you get from that process is on the table. But Victor had 
beautiful clear diamonds, all of them. And that's the chemistry we were talking about with Sequoia, is that chemistry. I mean, it, it was so weird that people that are in the industry question them, why is that different than the rest of your minds in Botswana and Lesotho? Like it's why, and it's that chemistry. It's, it's because those diamonds are sourced from probably a different, deeper down. And that's what we're dealing with in uh, Sequoia. And that's what's exciting about Sequoia because it's huge. And we put, uh, I believe, six or seven holes into it this go round. We had a little weather issues. We had some blizzard, some whiteouts. We had some of our guys, our drillers had to stay in the survival shack for a few days, which is always a bit concerning. But uh, we got six or seven holes into that. So we got some good tonnage of that. Buddy's happy with the tonnage we're getting and fusing on that. And we had time to do two expiration targets. One of them, the first one we missed, but it was probably a, we, we couldn't explain the anomaly, so we probably missed it. We came in at a minus 50 angle because of the way the, the, the surface, we had to come in from the side, which is unusual, but we did. And the sus major said we did not intersect the target we we're looking for, but we had no time to really go in for some kind of vertical hole. So. We went back to Sequoia, finished some more holes there. And then we went and we wanted to drill right beside Finlay. Finlay is a pipe that De Beers hit back in the 90s. But the, the interesting thing about that pipe is of all the 25 pipes they hit back in the 90s, they put the most holes into this one. Like we don't know what they hit because they don't disclose anything. Um, but if you're putting seven holes into something and in these in terms of this present, that would be over a million dollars worth of holes. So they, they found something that we were interested in. So we went back to Finlay. Uh, we liked the target. We hit Arbutus. Uh, we put that picture of the core of Arbutus out there, which is, I haven't seen. You know, Buddy has seen those things in his old Divic days when that was some of the pipes that are produced. Actually, let me bring that up. Let me let me bring up that picture. Do you Are you okay if we, if we bring yeah, that yeah, up? Yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, let me bring that up because I, I want people to kind of get a look at. Uh... So give me a second here. You can see that. Yep, absolutely. And I've got oh, a bigger yeah. now. I've got a bigger image of it here. Yeah. So you, I mean, you know, this to me looks spectacular. I don't know geologically. Okay. You know. Yeah, but, that's but HQ core. What are we looking at? So it's HQ core. So you're looking about the the diameter you're looking at is about two and a half inches across. So you're looking at uh, chrome diopside, which is the green, and you're looking at pyrope garnet, which is the red. But what people don't see, and it is really important, is those light green things you see, which dominate the core. About half of this core is olivine, which is super important. It's another indicator. And they're all coarse grain, which we love, because it, it, all these minerals you look at, they grow with diamond. They grow touching diamond. And the, the size you see there, your diamonds have a bigger potential than the size you see there, because they are on the hardness scale, eight, nine, diamonds are 10. So they'll, they'll wear better than these grains. So when you see this kind of grains and this size of grain, you, want, you always want coarse grain things. If you see sand size particles, you know that's your potential of your diamonds is somewhere in that range. If you see these, we don't, we don't have a diamond count from this, but it's right beside Finley, which they put seven holes into. And it looks, you know, it's exciting to look at. It needs to be, we're gonna fuse it. We're gonna fuse this first. Before we get to the sequoia stuff, we have a lot more sequoia core to fuse, a lot more tonnage. Um, but this will be fused first, and we'll see what this comes out. And uh, it's just got, you know, it looks spectacular, but we have to see what the fuse. I think first. the ultimate test is when your wife looks at this, 
<laughs> how does she look how does she look at you and say okay i want i want one of those or one of those and one of those. <laughs> it's you know it, it we've done this for a very very long time and this is the first time i've like i said it's the first time i've seen this kind of court um wow okay that's buddy, saying something patrick no, okay, buddy seen, you... yeah buddy has seen more because he was the guy who you know brought divic into existence and the nice thing about it is this resembles the pipes that were production so we'll see um with the, the fact that like we just went in there because we liked we drilled this first because we have a lot of targets we didn't get to there's like a lot we finished the geophysics the other thing we did is we finished off the 40 or the 56 percent of the property that we hadn't flown last year because we had weather issues last year we finished all that so we have all the airborne done and we've done a whole bunch of ground geophysics on those airborne targets so we've got a whole pile of information there's a lot more coming up um, we're getting a lot of excitement from people around the world that we, you know, based on this last news release we put out. That's so, always, that's, that's a question I want to probe a little more. Uh, a lot of times when I speak to the exploration guys and, and they talk about great results, the first thing I ask, or not first, one of the things I ask is, okay, what's the reaction from your industry? Because if it's, you know, if it's really good, one or two, or maybe a few people are going to call. I know you can't be specific, but what kind of calls are you getting and what kind of volume of calls are you getting based on what you've just announced now? We're getting a lot of the people from the industry calling us for the first time. So we've had interest from the, the Rios and other companies like that in the last couple of years, but it's, it got really intensified from a lot more diamond groups around the planet, which is really kind of interesting and really positive. And we've had great discussions. There's a lot going on that mostly we can't talk about, but that's, it's, it's good. And so, you know, the space has been in trouble for 10 years and, and it's broken out to be a great space to be in right now. And we're kind of exclusive in that space with a couple of, you know, friends of ours that are exploring. But, you know, the diamond prices are, they're within 5% of their highs right now of all time. Um, Argyle closed down last year, which supplied like 25% of the world's rough. The, you know, the difficulties with the horrible situation in Russia is, kind of curbed 30 to 40% of the rough on the market. So there is a huge squeeze right now and nothing in the perceivable future for anybody putting anything online. So we're kind of hit as- uh, So you're, you're kind of the bell, uh, you're kind of the bell of the ball right now or one of the bells yeah. of the ball because- uh, you 10 years to, get, to be a bell of something, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you, if you hang in there long enough, the, the tide will, turn and in the space the tide has turned and it's it but it's an odd you know because you have no one else if you have a, a ten thousand gold companies you're going to have people making money in that space on some of those companies so people understand the lingo they understand how it works right we've kind of lost that in the diamond world because there's just no one doing this and there's no one making money on anybody else in the diamond space but the space is there believe me it's a great space to be in and it's starting to show up with, as we talked about earlier, the calls that are coming in and from the quality of people and institutions that are talking to us now, it's changing and that's, that's good. And it's based on, you know, it's only based on. And you deserve that because a lot of people don't know who are watching or listening, but you're not a Johnny come lately. You're not a Patrick, a Patty come lately. Uh, you've been dedicated to Arctic star for what, 15 years. Well, before we've known each other, before maybe your hair and my hair got gray. So right. like a long before that. Yeah. it's been and, and, and people should know that because you could have easily hopped on to the hot middle of the day 
you know, uh, molybdenum and this and this and that and that or cannabis, but you have stuck to Arctic Star and Diamonds even through the darkest times when, you know, it, you know I, I guess because of Blood Diamond and all that awareness and people for a while, you know, you stuck through all of that and here you are and, you, and you're hopefully going to receive us? real great benefit. I totally agree. And what really helped us is the lack of interest in the space kind of got us the Diagraph property. I mean, De Beers held that for many, like decades before they finally dropped it. And we picked it up the day after they dropped it. So you wouldn't have had that kind of open space in the world if it hadn't got unpopular for a period of time. So it helped us quite a bit. Feels like, you're, because you know, feels like you're, um, feels like you're Forrest Gump, the last shrimping boat. And, <laughs> and that's going to bring in, and hopefully that'll bring in the same kind of riches. So what's, what's next, Patrick, between Sequoia and Arbutus, I, I was pronouncing Arbutus before you before you corrected me, but between Sequoia and, and Arbutus, what mm -hmm. can investors expect next in 2022? Because there are there, well, there a is a lot of a lot of fusion, a lot of dime results. So all this core, a lot of the Sequoia and the new Arbutus pipe goes to the lab. I think we're going to put Arbutus in first and kind of push that through because it's a, you know, we just got that done before the ice was going, and we we're really pushing at the end because if we get stuck up there, it's Everything has to be slung by helicopter back to Yellowknife, and that's a huge expense. So we're on the twins on the lap. And the good thing about this, actually, I haven't spoken about this, is Arbutus is a land-based Kimberlite. So if we do get really good results out of Arbutus, it is, there's a potential to go in there in the summertime and follow up with drilling, which usually we don't like doing if we're on, on ice, because obviously if, if we have to do it in the summertime, we're going to come from a setback. 50 meters from the shore because that's the legal you have to set back 50 meters to drill and if every time you drill on a real tough angle it's a a lot of meaningless granite you're going to get and then you it's very difficult to control yeah yeah a bit so you might miss your target and it costs a fortune to do that kind of stuff so but being on land or you just being on land, land political holes yeah, and if we get really nice diamond results out of this, um, we like to, you know, you can't go up there to drill one or two holes. You've got to drill mobilizing in the Arctic is, is a big cost. So you need to kind of offset that with like a 10-hole program. So if we get really good diamond results, this we can think about um, drilling 10 holes into Arbutus if we get the results out of that. That'd be, that'd be very interesting. So, so when, you say if, when you say if, last question, what does the cadence look like? Here we are in the first week, end of, you know, going to the second week of June, uh, what does the cadence look at? When you ballpark, when can you expect results to start coming back from Arbutus first? And then you got more from Sequoia. So investors can kind of get a sense of the cadence. So we will, right now, all the core is in Yellowknife from both uh, Kimberlites. It's being split, uh, observed and logged, and it will be broken down to, I believe, 10 kilo bags and sent to SRC for fusion. And that will be within the next, I would say 14 days, it'll all be in the lab. So it'll be out of Yellowknife pretty quick. It just needs to be split and logged. And yeah, we'll have it. We'll have like four to six weeks after that, we'll have fusion, 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 fusion. So a lot of results in the diamond world, kind of like over the whole summer. No, so by the end of July, we should start seeing the first ballpark, give or take. We start seeing ball. We should hopefully yeah. start seeing the first set of results, and then more right. and more. And that in. should be an Arbutus, and that could be a, a really, really interesting result based on what we're seeing right there. Yeah, and it makes sense because if it's on land and they're great, you want to get you potentially want to get right back there. And then you got a Sequoia also, right? 
Sequoia, Sequoia is a, it's on, it's a lake, but it's a fitter lake, as we say, because it fits the actual Kimberlite. It does, it's not in a, in a locked or gras where like Divic was in a very large lake and, you know, you're in the middle of it. So that's not feasible. This is feasible. I mean, I don't think we do this, but Sequoia could be drilled in the summer because the lake fits the Kimberlite. So that when it was dug out by the, by the glacier, it's infilled with water, but right. to the shape. Actually, I didn't mean that. What I meant was, but thanks for clarifying that. But what I meant was, you got sequoia potential result, more sequoia results also. Oh yeah, no, we have a yeah. lot of tonnage coming. You know, we have tonnage coming out of sequoia, so there'll be a lot of uh, interesting results there, and that could be. You know, both these things have a lot of interest in them. So I mean, I haven't had pipes in my world as interesting as these are. I mean, there'll be more in the future, but these really are interesting. They've already proven themselves interesting. We already have diamond results from Sequoia, our best diamond results. And it's a large intrusion, but it has a great chemistry that suggests greater than 50 carat diamonds. And, you know, putting all that together and no nitrogen in half the diamonds, which is another thing that says it's gonna have really nice, large stones. So we're, we're crossing our fingers. We used HQ this year as opposed to NQ last year. So we have a bigger core we're getting I think about 59% more weight per meter of core. So all good. And that allows you to probably, um, you know, knock on wood, hit some larger stones. Well, Patrick, look, congratulations, man. I mean, uh, to see, you know, to see what the results came back from Sequoia and now to see Arbutus and, uh, and see that core uh, was pretty yeah. unbelievable. And to see, Look, I've known you long enough. You've never been a promoter type. You've always been very factual. We're doing this, we're doing this. So to see the kind of smile and the excitement and the anticipation uh, says a lot. And sometimes I think it's even more valuable and can't wait to see what's going to start coming out uh, uh, as by the end of July. But hopefully people see a PDAC next week uh, in Toronto. You'll be in town for a day or so, right? Uh, yeah, I'll be on the floor on Tuesday. So Tuesday is my day to uh, be in the booth. And I think we're going to have... Mr. Sittler there too. So Daryl and I will man the captain. And yeah, Captain Daryl. And uh, yeah, come by and see us and we'll chat and we'll have pictures and uh, of core. We'll have, uh, we might even have core there. I'm not too sure about that yet because we're trying to get a piece blown down. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. And we'd love to talk to anyone who's uh, got any interest. Well, we'll be there. And for those, of, for those who are watching this who can't be there, they're going to be uh watching to see when the results start coming out and that's this is going to be exciting 2022 and can't wait for that buddy but we'll see you next week but for now congrats and thanks for joining us thanks a lot george it's uh, great to see you again for everybody at home who's been watching or listening by podcast on spotify google apple your favorite podcast platform uh the company that you see on the screen arctic star exploration trades in canada add for our friends in the us asdzf to do due diligence Two ways to do that. First, get to the company's profile page on Agoracom because there's a lot going on here. So, and we know not all of you, are, including me, are not experts in geology, but we've got a great layman's overview for you so you understand what the company is doing. And then from there, take that knowledge, link over the Arctic Star website to your deep dive due diligence. And hopefully today you discovered your next great diamond company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Take care. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself 
by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.